Mama, you're here. Welcome to the first episode of Morning Mama. I could not be more excited for today. I am going to tell you a little bit about who I am and why you're here. And I, I'm just so pumped. Let's do this. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Mama, hello, hello. I am so excited. I already said that like three times. Can you tell how excited I am? (laughs) I'm just so excited to be doing this. So excited that you are here with me on this journey. And I have no idea. No, I do have an idea where we're headed. (laughs) I just don't know what is going to fully become of this. And I am just pumped for the vision I get to share with you today, just a little bit of it. And I'm excited to take you on this journey with me. So I cannot tell you how crazy it feels to be doing this. (laughs) Never did I ever imagine I would be podcasting, but here I am, and I am just a little bit nervous, (laughs) but I'm also pumped beyond belief. So yeah, I can tell. Yeah, you've you've heard how excited I am. So Uh, I just want to introduce myself to you. So let me just do the basics real quick. (laughs) Hi, I'm Brittany. I am a wife to Wesley. We've been married for about five years as I'm recording this. I'm a mama to Josiah, who's about two and a half, and to Ileana, who's about six months right now. And they're amazing, and I love being a mom, and it's also really, really hard, and we'll talk a lot about that. (laughs) So my background is that I'm a marriage and family therapist, and I haven't been practicing for a couple years now, about since Josiah was born, and I am excited, though, for how that is going to influence our journey together. Now, I am not here to be your therapist. That is not at all my intention. But I know that everything that I've learned and everything I've helped people with, I know that it's going to influence this and impact this and bring a lot of wisdom and knowledge to where we're going. So I'm really grateful for my background there. And I think you'll be grateful for it too. I also am one of the leaders at my church, so a big portion of my week is spent doing that, and it's something that just fills me up, and I love I love being on the team with the rest of the leaders, and it's just, it's been amazing to step into that more this year, so that's a huge part of my life. I, I grew up in Colorado, best place ever, <laughs> and now we're in Southern California, which I also have really learned to love, and I am just so blessed and grateful. Some fun facts. I am just a little too obsessed with Rattan. Come to my house and you'll see what I'm talking about. I also, okay, this is big, have finally decided after decades of not having a favorite color that mine is, drumroll, mustard. 
<laughs> I'm I love it. It's it's my favorite, and it's so nice to have a favorite color. So thanks for sharing uh, this with me. <laughs> it's a big deal. Okay, so something that is central to my life. I I love Jesus more than anything. He has he has changed my life and made everything so so good. And if you don't know him, I really hope that I can introduce you. And I know this this obsession, if you will, <laughs> with Jesus of, to some of you might sound cliche. Jesus is my best friend. Okay, I heard that. Um, and to some of you, it just might sound really weird. Like, I don't get why this is such a big deal to you. And so I hope, I hope to unpack that a little bit for you. As I was planning out this podcast and figuring out what I wanted to say um, to take you on this journey of healing, to help you build a healthy, joy-filled life, and to bring you to a place where you get to use your gifts and passions to spread hope in the world, I debated how much I wanted to talk about God. The big reason for this is that I just want everyone to feel welcome. I know that everyone needs healing and health and hope. And so I I just wanted everyone to come to this space. But I just realized that I literally cannot talk about any of these things without talking about God. He is the reason that I am here. He is the reason that I have found healing, that I've found health, and I've found hope. Apart from him, none of that would happen. So I, I just cannot... I can't talk about it without him. So what I want to say, though, is I just hope that wherever you're at in your faith journey, I really do hope that you can feel safe to be here. I hope that you join us and don't ever feel pressured or weird, but you can just come along on the journey and just just be open and to see what you can glean from this. And if any of you are ever curious about Jesus, want to know more please, please DM me. I, this is like my heartbeat. I would love to have these conversations with you. So anything that comes up, please, please let me know. Let's have some, some good conversations. I also really want to know your story. Please come into my Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. So just search that in Facebook and tell me your story. Introduce yourself. I want to see your face and give a holla to you. (laughs) I'm laughing at myself because I'm such a dork and I hope you're laughing along with me, like with me though, not at me. (laughs) It's fine if it's the latter also. So yeah, I want to dig into my story a little bit more. Through all of this, I am going to ask you to do some really deep soul searching and dig into some, some hard stuff in your life. And so I think it's only fair that I start with sharing some of the hard stuff from my life. I want you to know what I've walked through because one, I, I believe that gives you a picture of where you can go. I have walked through some hard stuff and I believe that when we walk through these hard things, God will always redeem them. And so when we, when we get through that journey, we then get to help pull other people along on that journey. And so that's exactly what I want to do for you. So as you listen to my story, just see where I've come from, and then start to get a picture of where you can go, because that's exactly what we're going to do here. Okay, and before I, lastly, before I go into my story, I I just want to say, while I have walked through a lot of darkness, I just also know I was so protected in my life. I have a lot of friends, a lot of them, that have walked through much harder things, and, I, and comparison is never helpful, and I don't believe that's 
what we need to be doing with our lives. But I just also want to acknowledge the protection that I've had and and the privilege even that I've had. I have two loving parents. They made sure that I met Jesus and I can see how God's hand of protection was always in my life. And so I just, I want to acknowledge that. And even though there's, there's dark parts there was also so much good. And I'm going to be focusing on the dark parts because I just believe that when we bring things to the light, that's when God can do his work and redeem them and use them. And so I just want to show you the dark parts so that you can feel safe to be on this journey with me and also see if you resonate with some of this and to see if you can glean some hope from from the journey we're going to take. Okay, so I... At a young age, I struggled with depression. I honestly, after so much therapy and soul searching, I I don't fully know why. I have some ideas, but it honestly was a much deeper depression than, you know, even when I've, I've come up with like, oh, maybe it's because of this or this. The depression that I went through was just so much deeper than all of those things. And I know there's so many things that can contribute to being in this place of depression. And I, I, I realized I don't really need to understand why, but I, I just remember even in like elementary school, I had these dark, dark, ugly moments where I would just be alone in my room. I just remember being on my bed and just being engrossed in all of this pain, all of this darkness that seemed so overwhelming having these horrific thoughts about myself. And it was just such a hopeless place from such a young age. And this lasted kind of off and on through through the end of college. And then I found some freedom, and I'll, I'll talk to you in a minute about that. But this, this was a, a pervasive theme in my a lot of my life. I also was just so angry. So a lot of people that know me really struggle to see this because, I don't know, just generally, I'm very happy-go-lucky and smiley and la-la-la. <laughs> I'm super deep too, but I just have this air of positivity about me. And unless you live with me, then <laughs> you will fully understand the anger that I've dealt with. So this also started when I was so young, so many ugly, hurtful things were said to my parents and my brother. And, and then after that, it was my roommates and then my husband. And I, I have now again, found a lot of freedom from this, but it was a big theme in my life. And I have hurt a lot of people through that anger. And so it is a, a heavy thing. When I look back, it's, that's one of the hardest pieces of all of this, because that was when I took my own pain and I caused inflicted it on other people and caused pain in their life. And so it's, it's hard to look at that, but I also know it's part of my story. And so I know with every dark moment, God wants to redeem it. So I also struggled a lot with anxiety and just low self-worth. I just never felt like I was good enough. This, this showed up in like a couple ways that I can even just laugh about now. Like one example is all through, let's see, high school, college, and grad school, I can count on one hand the times that I raised my hand in class. One hand. That's like a decade worth of school. 
but that was just my anxiety. And I just, I just, I, I did not have the confidence to, to speak out. And I was terrified of that. This also showed up in just even friendships. Like I would be so worried that the person that I was with would be bored or annoyed or that they would just feel like they're wasting their time being with me. And so I would create a lot of triad friendships so that I would just feel a little bit safer. Like I didn't have to perform as much because if they weren't having a good time, it wasn't just on me. (laughs) And I laugh, but it's also just so saying it out loud is just so dark. And it's just these thoughts that we have in our minds. I don't know if you have have any similar thoughts and if you've ever spoken them out or written them out and it just, it just brings it, bringing it to the light. It just, you see how ugly, how untrue, how dark it is. And it's, it's so clear once I speak it out, like, of course, no one thinks that about me, but it, even today, I still struggle with these thoughts. Another theme that I struggled with in my life that I'm sure a lot of you can relate to because of the day and age we live in is comparison. And obviously that has just been multiplied as social media has grown and grown. And just with this, I also uh, have a struggle with perfectionism. And so both of these things, major player, you can imagine how they, they played out in my life. And I mean, even just saying that it is a miracle that I I'm here right now recording a podcast because it is literally impossible for me to create a perfect podcast. There, I, I started a blog last year because I had just been feeling God calling me to get my voice out there. And blogging is so much work, and this is why I stopped blogging. <laughs> Guys, I, I produced a total of two blogs, and yeah, but with blogging, I had so much more control over what I was putting out there, which is why it took me so long. I would edit and edit and edit and edit until it was like shining, which it's hard for me to say that because in my mind, it still wasn't good enough seeing the perfectionism come out. (laughs) But so it's a miracle to be here because I know I can't be perfect at this podcasting and even recording this right now, real talk, this is my third time Uh, I've had a few in-betweens, maybe like if you count all my tries, more like fifth, sixth time trying to record this episode and it still will be far from perfect. And that is okay. And honestly, this is really good for me because I know you know this, but it is literally impossible to be perfect. So striving for this thing that is impossible is only going to lead to something bad. It's only going to tear me down. So anyways, I just want you to have a picture of how significant it is that I am here right now because of what I've struggled with. So in all of these things, I I had heaviness, darkness that that surrounded me. And I made it worse because I coped in really unhealthy ways. And the biggest way that I coped throughout my life was I, I would turn to guys to find my self-worth. I, I hesitate to say that because I obviously didn't find my self-worth there. It doesn't work. But I tried to again and again and again. And it only led me back to 
worthlessness. It only led me back to anxiety. It only led me back to comparison. It only led me back to depression and shame and more darkness. And so it just perpetuated this cycle of, of darkness and depression in my life. Through all of this, I, I believed in God. I knew he was there, and my walk with him, my relationship with him was always very tumultuous. I was either 110% all in, leading others, going, going all the time to church and Bible study and all the things, or I was running in the complete opposite direction and pushing him aside, pushing everyone that knew God out of my life and just choosing my own path. And when I would make mistakes, like we were talking about, looking to guys for my self-worth, it would just spiral me farther and farther away from God because I would feel shame and I would run. And that would just push me farther and farther into the darkness. Because let me tell you, in case you don't know, shame is not from God. It is not from him. He does not want you to feel that. It is a lie that is being told to you that you aren't good enough. There's something wrong with you. And I battled all of these things through high school and college, on and off. And I would grow with God and then I would slip back into coping with in these unhealthy ways and seeking that attention that only led to more depression and anxiety. And then I I got to a point where I didn't didn't even know what I believed anymore about God. I was faced in college with the question of how could a good loving God allow so much pain and suffering in the world. It was it was a year that I learned about sex trafficking and I just felt the weight of the world on me and I just could not understand how God would allow that. So I went on a journey and I finally admitted to myself that I didn't know what I believed, which was really scary for me, but it was also a really important part of my journey. So I read books, I talked to professors, I had a lot of real conversations with friends and people I met. Through all of that, I finally came to the conclusion that Jesus was real, as real as anything. I believed in him, but I also wasn't ready to follow him. So I spent more time just living in this darkness because I don't know, do you, do you ever have that? The darkness that is so dark, so heavy, so awful, but it's almost comfortable. It almost feels safe because it's what you know. So I knew I was so sick of living this life that I never wanted Yet somehow it was, it was comfortable. It was easy. And I kept living it. Then God, God entered. <laughs> Me and a couple friends from college decided that we wanted to move to Ireland for a year. And this was the best possible thing that I could have done. I knew it was time. Something about moving away and leaving all that I had known, what everyone had known of me, I left it all behind and I started fresh. And I got there and my roommates had already found jobs. 
And I, I didn't. And it was such a blessing because I went and I sat on the couch every day with my Bible and my journal. And there were so many things to work through. I just, I just ran to God and I made, I've still made mistakes in Ireland and it pushed me back into that darkness, that shame. But finally, I finally figured out how to get out of that shame cycle. Let me tell you what the secret is. When we mess up and we are always going to mess up, the tendency is to go and hide, to hide in our darkness and in our shame. And when we, when we go to that place, it pushes us to make more mistakes and to keep coping in those unhealthy ways. And it just spirals and spirals and spirals into a darker and darker place. But in Ireland, I wanted to run. I wanted to hide so badly. But instead, I forced myself to run to God instead and face God head on with the shame I was feeling, the darkness that was surrounding me. And it was so hard. I, I, I can still remember, I have these pages in my journal where I was just externalizing these thoughts I had about myself. And I remember, I can see it in my mind, that I drew like a tree with, with really heavy, heavy pen marks. And on that tree, I, I wrote all of these names that I believed about myself. It is so dark and so heavy. And it's, it's painful just to look at it. It's hard to imagine that I really believe that about myself. And so I ran to God. And it's like, it's almost like this drill. Like when we make these mistakes, it pushes us into shame, which pushes us farther from God. And we cope more in these bad ways. And it's just this spiral that goes deeper and deeper into darkness and despair and hopelessness. But it's almost like I, I like reversed the drill. You know how you can push that button? I don't know if you guys know how the special button the drills have. I have very little knowledge of power tools. I think I've just recently discovered this button. Maybe because of my son's toy drill. <laughs> but it you push the button and the drill goes in the opposite direction. So it can actually like take out screws instead of drilling them in. And it's almost like I did that. I... I reversed the drill. I ran back to God and God showed me who I really was. God gave me hope and said, no, this is who, who I've called you to be. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. You are perfect. I planned you out. You are more than a conqueror. You are loved. You are beautiful. And, and as he told me who I was, it wasn't these lies that I believed about myself. It pushed me farther into the light. It pulled me out of the darkness. And the more that I chose to do that, I made those mistakes. But then I ran back to God. And that is the only thing that got me out of that darkness. That is the secret. That is how you get out of that shame spiral, running into God's loving arms. So this this time in Ireland, this is my defining season of healing and healing has continued all along the way, but that, that was the moment things turned around for me. And after, after that season in Ireland, I moved to Los Angeles for a few years and 
that also was an amazing step in my journey. That is where I really learned to craft a life that is healthy and filled with joy and boundaries and good relationships and choosing things that that helped me grow and starting to believe more and more about who God created me to be. And I'll tell you more about that season going forward because I don't I don't believe the journey just stops at healing. Healing's only the beginning. And once we find that healing, we get to craft these lives we've always dreamed of. And then once once we go there, that is when it gets really good. That is when we get to take everything we've learned from walking through the darkness, everything every hard part, every tear, every broken piece, and God wants to take all of that and redeem it and use those exact same things that that almost took us down and he wants to use them for more good than you can even imagine. And so that <laughs> is when it gets really good. We take the hope that we have found and we spread it into the world. And I am going to tell you a story next week of exactly the thing that pushed me to do that. Because like I said, being here right now isn't <laughs> on my planned trajectory. This is not what I ever anticipated I would be doing. And without this moment that I, I cannot wait to share with you how I finally took all that I had learned and came here to share it with you, to get a voice of hope out into the world. And this freedom that I found, that just to be clear, my life is is not perfect. (laughs) These things that I've talked about, I still have moments of darkness. I have moments of depression or anxiety, moments of anger, but it, it doesn't have a hold on me anymore. I know the truth that it doesn't get to determine my steps. It doesn't get to have a statement on my identity. I know who I am. I know the freedom that I walk in. And so it it does not control me anymore. And that's exactly what I want to help you do. I think as moms, all of these things that we have walked through, all of this darkness, all of the hard stuff from growing up, it's, it's more front and center than it's ever been. We can't escape it anymore. As we're raising our babies, it's, it's right there as we start repeating these old patterns that we swore we would never repeat from our parents. As we try and teach our kids about who they are, we're suddenly faced with, well, what do we believe about ourselves? And I just think it's this beautiful thing about motherhood that we can't hide anymore. And yeah, it's painful and hard and overwhelming, but it's also going to push you to decide. Do you want to stay in this darkness or do you want to be a light in the world? And that's a choice you have to make. So I really hope you have just enough faith to step out with me and come on this journey to wade through all this muck, all this stuff from your past that you don't ever want to look at again. But if you don't look at it again, God can't redeem it. My pastor said recently, the problem with suppressing things is if we suppress it, God can't redeem it. And so maybe there's some stuff you've suppressed and you've been carrying it this far. But mama, it's it's time. It's time to bring it to the light. God wants to work in it. So 
I, I hope you feel a little bit encouraged and inspired and, and just ready to run with me. I, I want to bring you to this abundant, wide open life that God created you for. So I hope you'll join me on this journey and I cannot wait to help you find the freedom that you were born for. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.